LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Triumph, inspiration, tragedy. You could pick one word to describe your life as it stands right now. What is it? I'm Alex Schulte, the host of One Word Stories, a free-to-listen interview podcast where the guest and I take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Every episode, I'll be interviewing local people from every corner of our beautiful community about where they are now, and then we'll take a trip to the past and find out how we got here. After every episode, there will be a post-show where the guests and I play games and unwind at the end of a recording. The One Word Stories post-show is exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. To subscribe and get access to ad-free episodes, bonus content to all LAS podcasts, discounts at live shows, access to exclusive merch, and much more, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Do you know someone that has a story that needs to be told? Please contact me. Fill out the contact form on the One Word Stories show page at laspodcastnetwork.com slash onewordstories. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can find new episodes of One Word Stories for free every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S. Hello guys, and welcome to The Innovative Creative, where we help designers and clients better understand design using an alternative way of thought. I'm your host, Devin Green, and if you like the show and want to support me and other local creatives like me, consider subscribing to LAS+. You'll get exclusive content, ad-free episodes, discounts at live events, and much, much more. For more information on LAS+, go to lasmediagroup.com slash plus. Hello, everyone. So today, this is going to be a little bit different from what I normally do in my podcast episodes. It's going to be kind of more of a conversational piece, and I'm going to bring my producer on, Alex Schulte. Hey. And basically, uh, I believe you're just going to ask me some questions. So, yeah, if you don't mind, can yeah. I take the keys to the car for a second here? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, we've missed you. You've been, you've been gone for such a long time. Yeah, I know. And it's, I feel like we can't just jump back in without saying anything about it. Yeah, you got a point. Oh, my gosh. Uh, to preface this, the entire experience that I went through when I was gone was absolutely terrible. Yeah. And I'm still going through the experience now. But it's basically. Lingering effects. Yeah, it has the lingering effects. Like uh, tasting uh, chemicals and food and things like that. And if you haven't guessed by now, I accidentally got COVID. I mean, you but didn't you, do it on purpose. Yeah, I can't do it on purpose. I mean, I mean, can you though? Yeah, I can think you, you get it? I think you can. Like, get your kids together, like it's the chicken pox. Oh uh, man, I think I got it from my kid. Actually, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Shoot. I, yeah, that's it's rough. So, like, I mean, yeah, you were, you were out. Oh man, in the hospital for two weeks. Yeah, just about. Um, it was like a little bit over two weeks. Um, 
that whole experience, although it was absolutely terrible, there were some funny experiences in it. I'll get into those later. I'm glad, <laughs> you know, and that, that's the that's the kind of guy you are, though. You find the the good things no matter where they come from. You're you're so good at finding them. Yeah, um, try to. So one thing I wanted to make sure that came across in this episode too, besides COVID, is that like people on here, they, they your listener listens, hears you giving advice on on design, working with clients, working with, um, uh, actually, if you are a client, you're working with your designer and, and how to make that experience more streamlined and, and easy. Yeah. But also, you're a great guy. Well, and, and I hope that comes through in the podcast too. And you've just been like, one of my favorite people that I've worked with here in the network. Well, period. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like, you know? uh, I, I try to be, I try to put good energy out there. Cause you know, karma's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first curse word on innovative creative? Uh, not the first one. You got to listen to the other episodes. I say one of the words, but, oh, but yeah, this, I guess this is, uh, it might market. be the second. Yeah. It might be the second. I don't know. You but, heard it here folks. But yeah. Uh, Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, Dude, yes, of course. And so like we, we felt like, you know, there was a piece missing when you, when you left for all those months, like, I don't know, what was it? Two months? It was like almost two and a half. Three months? Yeah. It, it was, yeah. It was, I think it was almost, yeah. I would say it was almost three months. You know, I mean, so it's been longer than that since your last episode was posted, but yeah. we have been stockpiling episodes again for your weekly releases because you've, you're not going to be here for a little bit. Yeah. So we're not gonna be able to get some recordings. Why? Why are you? Where are you going again? So uh, <laughs> I am going on a honeymoon, and what? I am getting married to my wife, Emily. Wait, where's the um, applause? Where's the applause? Know, there right? it is. There it is. So, yes, I am so excited. Uh, it's it is less than a week away at the time we we're recording. Today is like uh, I want to say the fourteenth. It is the fourteenth. So, yeah. So the uh, we are wedding. recording this. Yeah. This will come out Wednesday. The Next week. <laughs> oh, Wednesday next week. Oh, well. Um, so, so yeah, I think at this point you might be on your honeymoon. Yeah, well, Wednesday next week. No, actually, uh, the wedding is next week, Friday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so. You get married a week from tomorrow. Yeah, just about. I'm a, But if you're hearing this on the day it releases, you're, you get married in two days. Two days. So, if you're hearing this after released, he's probably already married. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> Basically, what I would like to uh, talk about on that uh, spiel, too, is uh, I'm, I'm going to be gone for a little bit. And uh, as much as I love everybody that's been on the podcast, I know I need some time away. And I also need to spend some time with my uh, wife. Yeah. And I say wife because, you know, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, future wife. She's going to have married yet. And all this stuff. I'm like, nah. Yeah. I'm calling my wife. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And you guys have been together for uh, long enough and and. You know, you've been through enough life together. I think it, you guys are definitely partners in crime. Oh, oh yeah. You know, if uh, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be doing a lot of these things right now. What's your wife's name? Emily. Shout out to Emily. Shout out to Emily Green here soon. Emily Green. Yeah. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. That's a great name. Okay, so let's uh, let's take it back then. Let's yeah. let's take a step back to, um, you know, we're recording. We're on pace. We've got uh, innovative, creative episodes coming out every single week. What what happens? You get COVID. How 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 does how what's your what's your reaction? You so know, emotionally, what's that feel like when you're diagnosed with that? And um, you know, where did you start? So, it's, it's a funny story about that too. So, I'm thinking, I got COVID from Walmart. 
So, because I went to Walmart not too long ago, and there was a lot of people out there. I think it was around, uh, uh, like around Black Friday or around that time, like uh-huh. just the, just the end of November. Uh-huh. Um, so I went out and uh, I got back, and then I was like taking a shower. I was like, I can't taste anything. Huh? I oh. might have COVID. Oh my god! What were you tasting in the shower? Uh, well, nothing. Oh, apparently, uh, the hard water of Marion. Uh, I can back him out. But uh, it, it was when I couldn't taste anything, and when I realized I couldn't smell anything. And you can smell Marion water, unfortunately. Yeah. So well, and you can smell soap. Yeah. Hopefully. And yeah. You, I, I, I could smell some of the soap, but I couldn't smell all of the soap. So I was like, "All right." Immediately got out of the shower after I got done. Called Emily. Says, "Hey, I might have COVID, and you know." Uh, I might have to, uh, you know, you guys might have to uh, get tested because I have, I was around Jasmine too, and and Jasmine's your daughter. Yeah, Jasmine's my daughter. Um, seven years old, going on eight this year. Uh, if I had to describe her, she is a diva that loves to help people. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, she's one a of those diva who loves to help people. That's she, so cute. Yeah, and she's also very creative. Uh, not sure where she gets that from. Where, where I wonder where that comes from. <laughs> but yeah, back on top of the story. So I get home. I mean, I get to Emily's house, and I'm like, "All right, so I'm gonna quarantine at Emily's house because you know it'd be easier." But I have my cats, and I have to have somebody take care of my cats. The first few days, I'm like, "Okay, it just feels like a really bad cold." God dang it, bro! I, it was just like, ah, I don't want to deal with this. How, how did you know you had COVID? Um. I lost my taste. Uh, uh, Wait, I lost but did you not take a COVID test? No, I didn't take a COVID test till like uh, three days afterwards, and I couldn't go to get it. We had to get it delivered. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. So yeah. sorry. You know, Keep going fine. there. You're fine. Um, so I went and got. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, where, where, where was I? Where was I? So you're quarantining. You had to have somebody take care of your cats for you. Yeah. There we go. So I was quarantined at Emily's house, and we all just didn't feel good. Uh, Emily didn't get the get didn't get that much of it. Jasmine didn't get that much of it either, but she did feel kind of sick, and she still has a cough to this day because of the whole experience. Jasmine does, yeah, oh. yeah. Unfortunately, um, but when the few, first few days we were like, okay, yeah, I can't do this, I can't do that. I went to the hospital the first time because my fever was at a hundred and two. Then I they sent me back home after they got my fever back down. Then I went to the hospital a second time because I passed out because of a fever or just because of fatigue or anything like that. I just couldn't move or anything like that. Um, so I ended up passing out. And then uh, during that whole time, I was throwing up. I was doing this. I was doing that. And I went to a hospital a third time. Now, the third time is the time I got stayed. But this time was the most significant of times. Um, I felt like crap. I was trying to, like, you know, do things, get this done, get that done, but I couldn't. And uh, I was just, like, coughing up a storm, and it was just, it hurt to cough. Like, it was a dry cough, and my uh-huh. whole chest was just like, what the heck, bro? It just it just felt like my whole chest was, uh, like, going in. Couldn't breathe. It was just bad. Um, then, uh, after I had a whole coughing fit, and Emily was like, okay, yeah, I think you feel better. Yeah, all right, sweet. Um, here's the funny part of the story. So I look at my hands, and I'm like, oh, my hands are blue. And it didn't click to me that 
hey, hands blue, you're low on oxygen, you need to go to the hospital. You're low on oxygen. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking here just like, oh, dude, my hands are blue. Cool. And <laughs> I said it out loud. And then Emily saw it. I was like, looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, no, we're going to the doctor right now. So he went to the doctor when it was like <laughs> uh, butt-ass cold outside, by the way. And like cold air and COVID don't mix. It was like negative two outside. Yeah. And I had to wear a mask. And I couldn't breathe anyway. And walking up the stairs and down the stairs, I couldn't do it. And I didn't know exactly what was wrong. But, my uh, yeah, my hands are blue. Went to the hospital. Went to the uh, doctor. And they were like, okay, let's go ahead and get this guy uh, situated. So they put me on a breathing machine first to give me enough oxygen to get everything where it needs to be. Because my oxygen levels were at uh, 70 SpO1. What's what's normal? Uh, I think it's like uh, 97 or 98. Wow. Yeah, so like that was really low. Um, then um, once they got me on the breather, they realized that that wasn't even enough oxygen, so they had to put me on a special breather to get myself uh, sorted out. And that was uh, – my anxiety was all over the place. And I'll mind bet. you, my daughter was in there too, so she saw me freak out. And they had to give me something for my anxiety so that way I can calm down. And then when I finally did calm down, uh, they told me, hey, you're going to be admitted into the hospital. You're going to be in a COVID unit and all this other stuff. And then they switched me back to the regular oxygen. During that time, uh, it went up, down, up, down, up, down. I couldn't tell you if my oxygen was good that day or bad that day. They were trying to get me out of there. They, uh, I watched so much One Piece. <laughs> that anime <laughs> yeah and uh i think i got like because that anime is long i believe it's 2000 episodes i put a dent in it there's it's like the longest anime like ever running yeah and i think i watched at least a good 250 episodes while i was in there jeez yeah so there's that and, and you're not even close to being done yeah i'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not i put a dent in it but i've been working so much that i haven't had time to watch anime so i'm gonna get back in here soon but back to uh, just going in, going in the hospital. Uh, I couldn't like shower. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't just. I had to sit there and try and get my appetite and eat what I could, and I couldn't even do that. And then about, about to the end of the time, I was starting to feel better, doing all the things. Uh, I had a doctor. Uh, I I do not remember his name, but oh my gosh, the only way I remember him is because he was all up in my personal space. And honestly, no. <laughs> what do you mean he was all up in your personal space? So he would do he would do things that would legitimately piss me off, even though he I'm pretty sure he didn't know it was things that he put that pissed me off. He had this little breathing machine, right? So you're supposed to breathe in the machine, go go on the breathing machine um like ten times every hour. And my lungs couldn't take it, but I did it as much as I could. So I put the breathing machine to a point where, you know, you put it up, you make sure it's uh put it all together. It's sitting on my table. This dude pulls it all the way out, puts it on a hook, and I'm just like, why would you do that? I'm not using it right now. Stop it. Bro, leave it alone. And he would always be very close to me with his mask on like this. If you can't see the mask, if you can't see what I'm looking at, I'm like. We can hear how much louder you got because yeah. you definitely got way closer to the mic. Yeah, like my, my his face was literally as is about as close as I am to the mic. So about two inches? Yeah, pretty much. And then he would get closer and closer and closer. And I'm just like, bro. Don't you not want to get sick? But, like, my whole personal space was viol- uh, in- invalidated. 
That was that was not a fun time. That was the second doctor that I had. The first doctor that I had, I had him before, but I didn't realize it until he told me something. Um, he said, and he said it exactly the way he said it uh, when I went to the and got admitted to uh, Mercy last time. He says, picture it like a whole bunch of rats that just was in your stomach, I mean, in your chest. And now they just leave, and they left all that damage. Now that damage has to have time to heal. And then as soon as he said that, I remember who he was. He's not a bad doctor. He's actually pretty good, but, like, I honestly wish I had him longer than I had the other doctor because, like, dude, he was, he was just in my space. <laughs> <laughs> so you had good care. Yeah. You ha- you, they, they did. They did uh, do you, would you say that they saved your life? Oh, yeah, man. Um they definitely saved my life. Uh, if it wasn't for Emily going and taking me to the hospital and uh, them actually doing everything they can to make sure that my oxygen levels was good, it, it would have been, I would have been gone. I like, I would have been, I would have been like legitimately dead. Yeah. Like I would have like legitimately died. And like that whole experience made me realize how life was and how I uh, need to like approach life and things like that. And I also realized that I have a low tolerance for BS all the time mm-hmm. because of COVID. Like, I just don't, like, if somebody comes up to me with BS, I'm like, nope, nah, nah, bro, bye, I, see ya. I don't have time for this. Yeah, exactly. So a good example of that is this guy when we were moving. Uh, he said, hey, can I look in the back of the uh, uh, car? And I've, I've seen him before. He walks up and down the apartment complex of Emily's apartment complex. Now our apartment complex will be just moved in recently together. Um, and he has like this coffee mug, but he's homeless. So he looks and he goes this way, goes that way. He doesn't have a place there where he lives. And when he asked me like, hey, can I look at the back of the truck? I was like, no. <laughs> no. And um, Emily's dad, Brian, have to like talk to him and everything. And he was like, just, yeah. And I had to explain to him, like that guy is like homeless and he walks around and all this other stuff. I don't trust him around my stuff. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, yeah, I didn't have no, I didn't want any, uh, drama at all. But, um, but that's not something you would have done before. You know, no, actually. Uh, you, so you would have let him look through your stuff. No, I wouldn't let him look through my stuff. I would have been more, uh, was gentle, gentle about it. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I try to be, as nice as possible, but like when I know you're up to no good, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, uh. So let's jump to the end of your uh, experience. You're out of the hospital. You know, you're you're getting back to normal life. Oh yeah. How's that transition? So when I got out of the hospital, um, excuse me. So when I got out of the hospital, or wait, here, here, let's transition. How was it when you got out of the hospital? That was a good transition. Segment. I know, right? Segment. Um, when I got out of the hospital, I was still on oxygen. And I had to carry an oxygen tank with me all the time. Um, when I got back, I was so excited. I was cracking jokes, but I could, still <laughs> couldn't walk around. I still couldn't walk to halfway across the apartment at Emily's because, like, you know, oxygen, walking, all the other stuff. Um, and... I just I just felt fatigued, but the only thing that helped me was drinking an, a, a a butt ton of water. Like I had drink like at a least, butt ton like, of water. Yeah, like <laughs> let's all say that more often. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> a butt ton of water. Yeah, I drink like at least uh, six or seven liters of water just so that way I actually start to feel better. Yeah, and then like my body is just kind of like works a little bit less. 
And I didn't realize how dehydrated I was. I was like, oh, cool. Okay, I can do that. And I started drinking more water because of that reason and just kind of going from there. But during that entire experience, I had to wait two weeks to go see a doctor. And I had no improvement from when I am there. Um, I had no improvement from no two weeks to then. Um, we got a, because uh, we had a, like a, a oxygen monitor on my uh, finger and I couldn't do this. I couldn't yep, do that. Yep. I tried to go make a sandwich and I'm like dying. <laughs> so um, you're like, this was so easy before. I know, right? Um, so yeah, I went to go shower and all the other stuff. And then like, I went to the doctor and once I went to the doctor, uh, the doctor was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to get you an inhaler. We're going to get you this and we're going to get you that. And then, mind you, during all this other time, I had some supplements that I was taking too. I was like, I'm going to be very intentional about all of the things I'm going to take in order to make sure mm-hmm. that my body is good. So I took a butt ton of supplements too. A butt ton of supplements. <laughs> so... Uh, it was like apple cider vinegar gummies. Uh, goalie gummies are the most awesome thing of all time. It has everything that you could possibly need inside of those. Uh, the trio, and the uh, and then there's like the ashwagandha that helps you calm down. I took a, a lot of ashwagandha to help me with my anxiety too. My friend Rena helped me with my anxiety as well with the balance technique, and it was absolutely money amazing. Shout out to Rena. She is. What is the balance? Oh no, sorry. Who is Rena? Uh, Rena Jensen. Rena is a business resiliency coach, and she helps people overcome obstacles that particularly hold them back from doing the business that they need to do. And she goes through classes. She does all these things. She learns all this stuff in order to apply it and help other people to become better people uh, in general and in business. And she's just awesome. Uh, shout out to Rena Jensen. Rena Jensen. Yeah, if you Rena Jensen. Yeah, R I N A. Excuse me. J E N S E N. Rena Jensen. Yeah. She, Remember it, folks. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, but yeah, she helped me do uh, some balancing stuff. And uh, what kind of balancing stuff were you doing? So I can't get too I uh, can't get into too much detail because it's confidential. But more or less, the session helped me realize that. A lot of the anxiety was just because uh, I was trying to, like, deal with COVID and I didn't know what exactly to do. And she helped me feel through that and get to the point of where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, what was the other thing? So, uh, yeah, the inhaler. So that was a night and day difference. Um, I took the inhaler the same day, woke up, took the inhaler. Dude, I could, like, walk across the apartment Without halfway dying. So, you couldn't even walk across the apartment before this. Yeah. So, like, I got the inhaler. I did it. And then, like, each day I got better and better and better and better and better just from this one inhaler. I didn't even have to go get a refill. Uh, I was almost out of the inhaler, and then I ended up not being able to uh, use the rest of it because I was, uh, like, everything was healed. Like, I still had, like, this feeling in my throat when I would take a deep breath. But I was I was I was healed. I was I was wow. getting to the point where I can get to where I need to be. Steroids are awesome, man. Um, I was gonna say you're looking buff. <laughs> oh, different, different kind of steroids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, post COVID, uh, actually getting better and all that stuff. There's still the whole post COVID depression thing that I was dealing with for a while. And Rena helped me through that as well. Emily helped me through that as well to help me realize and how to go, kind of go through it. Which post COVID depression is a thing. Bro, 
especially if you go through the negative part of like just having to go into the hospital and be hospitalized and almost dying. Post COVID depression is a thing. I don't know exactly how to explain it, but all I know is you're going to feel negative for a very long time afterwards. Yeah. And it is perfectly fine to feel that, but also like do the things that you need to do to make sure that you're not staying there. It's and a clouds. It's a cloud. It goes, it goes away after a while. I think, uh, I think part of that comes from, you weren't able to do things you did love. Like you weren't able to work, yeah. you know, design, be creative. You weren't able to make your podcast. There were a lot of things that you were missing out on. You know, there's there's other ways to get nutrition besides just food and water, right? And exercise. You gotta you gotta do the things you love. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Because like I've been doing everything that I love so long that it's just like it becomes second nature. And, I, and then once it gets taken away, you're like, oh man. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. I need to create. Exactly. So, and that is a great uh, um, way to get us into the fact that you are back. Oh wait, crap, wrong button. <laughs> you're. You're, oh my God, that's yes, so funny. Back. There we go. You're back. I hit the crickets again. instead of the, the little little ding. That's so funny. Um, Devin's back. <laughs> no, let's just leave the crickets. Devin Green is back. Tell a friend. <laughs> Nobody cares, I guess. No, Devin Green. Yeah. Coming back on the stage is Devin Green. Back He's to the here. The podcast is here. So what can we expect Going forward, we are back with more episodes of Innovative Creative. Yes. You have more information to share. We've already got a few episodes in the bag, and let me tell you, they're bangers. Yeah. Um, so, we got more episodes coming consistently every single week, every Wednesday. Yeah, every Wednesday, every single week. So, more or less, uh, these episodes are going to be a more deep dive into uh, designer styles type stuff. Uh, clients can learn from this information in a way that helps the designer. Uh, but it won't necessarily be directed towards the client right now. So I wanted to kind of like get all my like, you know, design stuff out their way. So that way I can get to the client part back later. But and the great thing about your episodes is that anybody can listen to them at any time. It's not like if you don't if you don't listen to it this week, it's no longer relevant next week. Exactly. It's like a it's, it's like a short to do list of things you could do and make sure that you're doing better design or learning things and stuff like that. It's not something you have to listen to right then and there. But uh, listen to it at your leisure. Yeah, listen to it at your leisure, and they're like almost like fifteen minutes. Like I know some it's of them are easy so, listen. Yeah, easy listen. So like commute to work, commute to home. I don't know. I'm promoting my own podcast. I mean, I should promote my own self. It's also I'm, kind of a relaxing show, to be honest. Yeah, I'd listen to this while I was like, you know, trying to get to bed at the end of the night. Oh uh, man, just gonna listen to some innovative creative. Put that on. The and soothing tones of Devin Green's voice. Was, it's it's funny you say that. It's because I've heard this like five or six times. People say, your voice is amazing. You should go and, like, do something with your voice and stuff like that. That's part of the reason why I started a podcast. Well, but do, do you tell them, I did. Go yeah. listen to Innovative Creative. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> good, 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 good. Well, so, dude, yeah. thanks for letting me uh, jump in and take over the steering wheel a little bit and guide us through this episode. But I, I think you did much, much, most of the heavy lifting just like you did through COVID and uh, just like you continue to do with this podcast. It's a really good show. And here at LAS, we are... So, so, so happy that you're feeling better and that we've get you back in the studio because there was an energy that was missing without you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And yeah, same for being here. Like I'm glad. Like, like, the energy that you bring and the energy that Logan brings, like, it's just, like, mellow, happy, mellow, happy. And it's like a mix, <laughs> and it's, like, dope, and it's, like, awesome because, like, you don't get that in a lot of people. Uh, so it's, like, yeah. You're a good mix. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yin and yang. Yeah. Well, you want to take them out? Yeah. And with that being said... 
thank you guys for listening. If you guys have any questions about the topics or just questions in general, shoot me a question at questions at innovativecreative.fm. If you like the show, hit the follow button on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen to the podcast at innovativecreative.fm and lesmediagroup.com slash the innovative creative. Also, if you want to support me and other local creators like me, consider subscribing to LES Plus. You'll get exclusive content, ad-free episodes, discounts on live events, and much, much more. Also, now you're getting uh, discounts at, at other local stores, too. We've got partnerships with companies like Thu Brewing. So if you're an LES Plus member, you get um, you get a discount on your beer every time you go in. Okay, so, yeah, I'm going to be an LES Plus member just for the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you, if you drink, like, 10 beers in a month, uh, I don't know the math. If you do five beers in a month, you've already got your money back. Well, okay, I'm, I'm down for that. I don't I'm know. Going, I'm going there's, to, all, there's a lot of perks. Like I said, I'm going to subscribe just for that reason. But yeah, <laughs> uh, if you guys want more more information on subscribing, go to lesmediagroup.com/plus. All right, guys. Next time, clients and designers. All right, designers and clients, keep innovating. Peace. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.